Hello, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford, and welcome back to another edition of the MSP Show, a podcast for managed service providers looking to grow and build successful managed service businesses. And we interview peers and leaders of our industry. Today, we have uh, Sandra Lofton, who is the CEO of HitsTech, a uh, North Carolina-based managed service provider specializing in healthcare, and I do also believe government, state and local government. So, Sandra, welcome to our uh, podcast today. How are you doing? Doing fine. Thank you very much for having me on today. So, Sandra, tell me a little bit about your background, because uh, in talking with some of your team members, it's uh, it was a very interesting background. How did you get started in the managed services business? really got started by the fact that I have been in the healthcare uh, realm for the past 37 years, in both nursing centers, hospitals, and um, private practices doing consulting work. I currently own a nursing center and have for the past 25 years and decided about 15 years ago that we were going to go ahead and take the leap and move into electronic medical records before it really became mandatory to do so. Upon doing that, after being in the business of electronic medical records and putting everything in place about three years down the road, we started having issues with not really having the resources to hire individuals to manage the services we needed. So I reached out to my partner and my current partner, and we went into business and formed an IT company to do managed services. That's a great story. Sorry, 10 years old, you said? Or 10 years old. Great. So, you know, how is the, you know, I'll keep it focused on the healthcare space because I'm, uh, I'm very intrigued on the healthcare community. I just actually had an interview with a gentleman who does clinical IT operations, which opened my eyes to a whole different side of the healthcare IT uh, space uh, outside of what the normal MSP does. What are some of the challenges you're finding uh, facing healthcare practices, large and small, in the state of North Carolina where you guys uh, provide your services? What are some of the challenges you've seen with healthcare provide or practices today? Is it all about HIPAA or is there other things that concern them? Uh, cybersecurity is getting to be a very big one. Uh, HIPAA, of course, is extremely important, but with all the cyber um, security issues that are going on across the nation, not just with healthcare, you're dealing with a lot of sensitive information that you absolutely have to protect at all means. And we're finding out, too, that um, on the smaller practices, just having the accessibility of someone to be able to overlook your entire systems and make sure that your systems are updated on a routine basis and that, you know, patchwork is done routinely. The normal things that um, an in-house IT person sometimes just doesn't think about. Also, in our larger organizations, we find that it's much better to have a, a relationship with a a company that provides the services that we do so that in the event that there is turnover or in the event there is vacation or or whatever, that someone can step in and review the system and keep the system running and making sure that, number one, the providers can provide the care they need to their clients at all times. And and since you have been in the uh, healthcare space for a number of years, uh, Sandra, you know, what, you know, what, what do you find are, uh, so you mentioned security, but let's talk about the clinical side, um, the experience from when the patient walks in the door, if it's a cardiologist or an orthopedic practice or a general practitioner, that whole experience to from the patient walking in the front door to, you know, them stop being a patient, you know, technology impacts the entire client, uh, the entire patient experience. Where is HitsTech helping, you know, practices, you know, either improve efficiencies, workflows, 
or just general, uh, you know, the patient experience? We work with depending upon what the client needs are. We work from them from anything from the beginning of helping them uh, research the, the correct programs that they need to providing the technology services they need to providing the iPads or workstations they need so that it's as easy to access as it can possibly be from the moment a, res a patient does walk in the door until the time they leave. I know that you've been in a lot of medical centers and they walk in now and they're working on iPads. The doctors all have their own iPads or laptops in the rooms now. Um, the medical practice has just changed so greatly and now with the sharing of information, uh, if you go into a cardiologist today and you need a neurologist tomorrow, all your information is in a um, cloud-based situation the majority of the time where the physicians are talking to each other continuously. So to me, the technology aspect and keeping up with what the market needs is very intriguing and it's innovative. You know, it's funny, you should uh, you should talk to my doctor because I was in there on Monday morning and the PA that I deal with, she still carries around this big, I would call it a two-ton brick laptop, so she really could probably use laptop technology. But uh, one of the things that I'm seeing, uh, and I observed it on you know Monday on my recent uh, visit, technology is impacting everything. They're you know now they're putting uh, information kiosks and um, and things like that in the waiting while you're waiting for your doctor to come in, so you can you know get more information. Do you play a role in that, providing you know that those type of systems or or advise on those type of systems? We do some advice, very little. We don't do a lot on that. Mainly we do the, the back-end support of making sure that whatever systems they choose and whatever programs they choose run efficiently and that um, you know they have the capability to do what the practice is expecting it to do. Uh, we're, we're not a clinically-based company. We're more the back-end of the part of the company. But we will help them load the programs, get them up and going, and doing whatever they need to do on that aspect. So under, more, you guys are more focused on the technology side versus the clinical side? Is that a correct assumption? Yes. Yes. Oh. We, we focus mainly on the technology side and the, not the clinical. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Sandra, that's great. Uh, you know, what a lot of other MSP business owners like yourself are, you know, listening to this podcast, are, you know, they're always uh, asking to, you know, to find out more information about the CEOs and business leaders that we interview on, as part of this podcast. Let me ask you this question, Sandra. What was your biggest aha moment in the MSP side of your your life? So in the last 10 years, what, what was the one thing that happened in the last 10 years that the light bulb went off and said, okay, that's where we got to go? Believe it or not, one of the light bulb moments was the fact that you can't do it the way you have always done it before. You have to be willing to change and change quickly. Yes, you have to do your research. Yes, you have to be sure that you've got the right technical people in place and you've got the talent in place. But you have to be able to understand that what you did two years ago is not what you're going to do now or what you're going to do six months from now because technology does change so quick. And your clients need to be able to depend upon you having the best there is and being able to upgrade and offer them the services they need in order to move their practices. They don't have the time to research all that. They're focused on providing the care. Your, your job, or at least I feel it's our job, to make sure that whatever the newest thing out there that works and works well, we make them aware of that and we give them options and we, you know, we, we give them what they need to be able to be more efficient. And I know that uh, you, uh, Tech is not 100% a single vertical organization but you decided to practice on on the healthcare space how, how important is it to you 
to talk to the healthcare community and say that you specialize in their world and understand their world? It's extremely important, and you're right. We have many different verticals, but the healthcare is very dear to me, especially being in the business as well. I see the struggle for the uh, practices and facilities that do not have a strong MSRP company behind them. I really am concerned about facilities and practices that don't have the back-end support that they need on a 24-7 basis. No, all practices aren't open um, seven days a week, 24 hours, but there are many, many senior facilities, assisted livings, uh, continuity of care facilities, nursing centers that need that. They need the ability to know that they've got a company supporting them that is there 24-7 for them, regardless of what their technology issues are. And Sandra, you know, I always like to ask this because I mean, I've, I've learned from many of my either mistakes or failures. What would you say was your biggest stumbling block or failure in your business that you learned a very important lesson from? I would say that one of the main things is that we, you need to make sure that the talent that you hire is truly the talent that you need. Um, you, you have to have individuals in your organization that are both customer service driven as well as um, technology driven. They have to have both. You, that When somebody is needing help, you have to have a very strong customer service aspect as well as a technical aspect. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, and that that's, you know, people are so important. And I love the way you put it as, you know, client focused and then the technology focused, because I think there's a, a very fine a balance there that needs to be struck. And, I, you know, and a lot of companies are either leaning one one side too much or and not enough on the other or vice versa. Uh, last question, Sandra, and I'll let you carry on with your day because I know you're a busy person. What would you say to a brand new MSC business owner who is just starting out? What would be the three solid pieces of advice that you would give to him or her? Let me think about that a moment. The number one thing I think I would tell them is scout out the talent that you need and make sure it's available before you start offering services. The second thing would be sure that you've got a good, strong business plan and that you've got the financial um, assets behind you in order to, to uh, support that business plan. And the third thing, in my personal opinion, is always remember the client comes first. Wonderful. Thank, Sandra, thank you so much for uh, taking you know, 15 minutes out of your busy day to come in and uh, talk with us today. For those that are uh, want to see more about what Sandra's doing, just, go, just navigate over to hitstech, H-I-T-S, tech.net. And uh, you'll see uh, their website. You can get a lot of information. Sandra, once again, thank you so much for coming on and joining us today. And I wish uh, I wish you very many years of success and I, and uh, and a great relationship uh, with our, our two companies. Thank you so much. Appreciate thank, it. Thanks, thank you.